Hello. My back hurts. Uh, and and welcome. You're listening to Mouth Feels. Uh, I don't think I've ever welcomed people to listening to this. Which is maybe strange. Uh, I'll tell you what, I feel stranger now doing it, so that's probably why it's never happened. Uh, in the background is some music, uh, that I didn't just rip off this time. I wrote this. called The Bad Sleep Well, which is named after a Kurosawa film. Uh, I know how to pronounce that name the right way. I chose not to. I'm not going to talk about that, though. So this is, this is a thought that I have often. Um, but if I saw Sean Kemp or any similarly big, strong basketball man somewhere, uh, would it be rude or, like, colonialist if I asked him if he would crack my back? Because he is one of the few people who could do it. Uh, background, I am large. Large and tall. And I often crack other other backs that aren't mine. I got a lot of back-cracking karma uh, that I will never cash in. Unless Sean Kemp hooks me up. Uh, I was in a museum in Tokyo. I think it was just called the National Museum of... Tokyo. Tokyo's not a nation. Uh, but I think that's what it was called. But they had an exhibit about dreams and predicting your dreams and what ancient people of somewhere in Asia and I'm not saying that to be dumb like this was a this museum was in Japan but it was of other stuff. The not Japan stuff this part of it uh but it was like hey if you dream that you swam in a river you're gonna meet your true love or like different predictions like that but they had uh two very specific predictions uh one was if you ate an apple uh you were going to have a good harvest if you ate an apple in your dream but if you ate a pear in your dream, you will surely starve, was how they put it. Which seems, I, I think that's some kind of like propaganda by the Apple Council. Like, oh, dream predictions, huh? Yeah, do you eat anything in your dream? Yeah, I, uh, I ate an apple. Oh, well, Michelle Obama is going to watch you play a game of racquetball and insist that you were very good, even though you will both know it's a lie. Whoa. 
What about me? I ate a pear. Oh, you ate a pear? In your dream? Shit. You're gonna fall down and die almost instantly, and your clothes will melt off you while you stand on stage in front of hundreds of your peers. So the last thing you hear as you die is the sound of everyone you ever respected laughing at your weird body. Seems kind of harsh. My man, I don't know what to tell you. Shouldn't have eaten that dream pear. What if David Bowie had been fat? Imagine Ziggy Stardust, but he's got like a double chin and man boobs. Do you pick up that album? Of course you don't. Now you're a bad person. You're a bad person in the way you that you always knew you were. I've just realized that this is the plot of the video for Runaround by Blues Traveler. Fat John Popper is backstage, and some thin guy is on stage lip-syncing to his beautiful words. Man, John Popper knows what's up. Imagine how successful a thin John Popper would have been. Imagine it. Hi, I've been trying to reach, uh, I believe his name is Johnny Watermelons. Well, 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 congratulations. You have reached Johnny Watermelons. Uh, oh, that's great. Uh, Mr. Watermelons, this is, uh, you may uh, ask me three questions. Okay. Uh, well, that's great. I I love questions and I love ominous laughter. And now I've got both. Um, well, let me okay. ask you a question first. All right, you may ask me. Uh, I can ask you as many questions I want. I'm Johnny Watermelons. <laughs> could, could I at least? I will limit it to two. Okay. Good. What has compelled you to seek out Johnny Watermelons? Uh, well, and just to be clear, any question that might come up in the course of you questioning me, that doesn't count towards my total, does it? That does not count. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, so my, my name my, my name is Jeffrey Rush. Uh, no, not that one. Uh, I, I work at the Des Moines Register Herald, and uh, I'm tracking down this story uh, about the Great Watermelon Fire of 1975 here in uh, Des Moines. I should have suspected as much. Okay, my final question to you is who gave you this number? Was it Gary... 
Um, if you mean, uh, you mean Gary Cantaloupes, then, uh, yes, yes, it was. Fuck. All right, fine. That's something I'll have to deal with later. Okay, go ahead. Ask me three questions. Um, first of all, like, watermelons caught fire, like, question mark? Hello. You're goddamn right they did. I mean, anything can catch fire. You've seen pictures of the ocean on fire, haven't you? After a terrible tanker accident or something? Well, I mean, with all due respect, Mr. Watermelons, really what's on fire there is the oil that is floating at the top of the water, because of course the oil and the water will not mix. Apply that same principle to watermelons. <laughs> so if enough accelerant <laughs> and flammable material is coating a watermelon, you better believe that bitch will catch fire. So, so when the factory went up, are you saying that like this was the work of some sort of watermelon arsonist? Saboteur. Oh. Yes. What's um? Do you I can't have- implicate Gary Cantaloupes directly, but I have a suspicion it was one of his associates, Charles Guava, possibly Marcus Honeydew. Maybe even Mango Fuxton. I'm not sure. I can't prove anything. But Um, I have my suspicions, and I will find out what's going on. I mean, according to my research, Mango Fuxton has an airtight alibi. Uh, Have you looked into Paul Papaya a lot at all? At all a lot. Paul Papaya. Yeah. That guy... Barely knows how to zip up a jacket. I very much doubt that he had anything to do with this. I He's a moron. If I ask you how to zip up a jacket, will that count towards my total? Yes, it will. Do you still want to know? God damn it, I do want to know. How do you zip up a jacket? Okay, so... I'm so cold all the time. Okay, do you have your jacket on but unzipped? Yes. Always. Okay. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to help you. Okay, so look at the very bottom of either side of the unzipped jacket portions. Okay. I'm looking Got down. Got Okay. Yeah. So you see on one side Yep. On the left side there is the piece of metal that is sticking out longer than it is on the right side. Uh, and on yeah. the right side, you should have the zipper itself. Okay. Do you see this? Yeah. Okay. Now, take the left metal piece at the bottom. Yeah. On the left, on your left side. Okay. Now, have you have you had sex before? This will make this a lot easier if you have. Um. Well, just hand stuff. Okay. Right. So, okay. Forget forget that then. Now, you want to take yeah, the zipper in your right hand, okay. the long metal piece in your left. Sure. Put the long metal piece in the left side of the zipper that is in your right hand. Okay. Make sure it's secure, then start zipping in an upwards fashion. Okay, I'm going to until pull, pull. Oh god. Are you okay? Is it working? Uh, 
My dick is caught in the zipper now. Oh, how did... Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, I should never have brought up sex. I did not mean to give you the wrong impression. Your penis has very little to do with zipping up a jacket. No, it's fine. My, I, I just, I just hang it out there most of the time. Okay, uh, well, that's that's something else we can get into later. Well, it's. I always that's, have my jacket open. I need, I need it as a heat sink to regulate my body temperature. It's very complicated. Oh, uh, how much heat are you putting out, son? Uh, like if, uh, well, the only way I know to measure heat is butane torch. Uh, but I'm putting out Interesting. like, I'm putting out like, uh, one like thimble full of butane. And you need a heat sink for this. Yeah. That's not very much heat. Well, I got a small penis if you have to know. I kind of figured how it got caught in your, you know what? Never mind. Are you bleeding? Are you okay, man? Like it's small, but it's assertive. It puts its okay. it puts its nose in the situations. I hear that. Now, are you okay? Uh, I mean, I'm still caught in the zipper. Have you I'm still that caught in yet? the zipper. Okay, you are taking this very well. And I am bleeding. Okay, that's bad. That's but, not good. Stop trying to zip up. That's step one. I think it's the evil blood because it's from my penis. Excuse me? Evil blood? Oh, my God. May I ask you, this is... What religion are you? Uh, you, I mean, I don't want to call you on this, but you set a self-imposed limit of two questions. My God, you're right. Now, uh, I thought a man uh, who would get his penis uh, caught in his own jacket was... Uh, was a stupid man, but you have caught uh, me at my own game. Uh, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, I'm going to tell uh, you what. I'm uh, going to tell you what. Are uh, you thrown off by how ominous my laughter is? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, it's. What's the matter? Can't tell me? Ah. 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 It's not on, ominous so much as it reminds me of, like, say, some sort of. Uh, Robot from the 1980s, uh, or or some. <laughs> well, I was born in the 90s, so I don't even know what that is. Ha! Huh. Or just like maybe sort of like a, a primitive video game Dracula huh. laughing at the player. Uh, as far as huh. I know, video games huh. started with polygons. Ha! Huh. Scariest thing about me is my use. Code, you've turned out to be a clever adversary. I'm going to allow you not just your third question, but a fourth, and I will ask one more as well. Ah, well, that sounds like <laughs> a fair deal. Uh, okay. Did you just laugh ominously? Uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate your honesty. Johnny Watermelons. No problem. Uh, for my third question, I would like to ask, uh, do you think I'll ever be happy again? Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I know. So I, I switched it up on you. I'm just surprised you got all the information that you wanted about the watermelon factory fire. You know what? I'm kind of over it now. Like, sure, I'm I probably going to write my article about me getting my dick caught in my zipper. 
Mm, that does seem like the most uh, immediate thing to write about. It'll be an op-ed. It's a good call. Yeah. I will be calm, uh, uh, me having my penis in the zipper. So your penis is still in the zipper. You're going <laughs> to write an article. Yeah. Okay, you, you're very fine with that. Ha. Okay. Ha. Oh. Ha. Ha. Or? Okay, so I think that, uh, I think, uh, oh, oh, you tricked me. I've established that your dick is still very much in peril. I, I apologize. What was your question? Uh, will I ever be happy again? Will you ever be happy again? Well, yeah, and I don't certainly not until you've written the article about how your dick is caught in your zipper and Absolutely. you're completely fine with it. Yeah. Now, where do you go post dick art a dick zipper article? That's up. That's up to you, son. That's up to you. I assume, much like Picasso, in my post-dick and zipper period, I will enter my blue period? Because you will be so sad. Yeah. Because you will have been on top of the world. That's right. Your article will be very successful. Yeah. You will dine with Diddy. You will drink with Tyson. Mm. You will snack with Rachel Ray. I'll play squash with Geraldo. That will not happen. No? It's going to be Gordon Ramsay. What will we be playing? And it's going to be cricket. Cricket. You will lose, but that's okay because you both had a good time and learned something about each other. Man, one-on-one cricket with Gordon Ramsay. There's nothing like one-on-one cricket. So, anyway, you will be... Needless to say, riding high, but why? Well, I, I look forward to all every of that. roller coaster must come to an end. Sure. So you will be happy again, but after that, miserable forever, miserable for at least the next four years. Why? What happened? You never get a dick caught in your zipper moment again. Oh, so I should savor this is what you're saying. Absolutely. Well, I will. I'm going to get an old-timey drawing done of me right now this way. I think you should. One of those ones I have to sit still for for hours. Right, of course. Um, so for my last question, I guess, uh, I guess the the main thing I want to ask is, uh, how, why you, why you be that way? Johnny Watermelons? You mean how I be doing all of it? Yeah. How do you do it? How do you keep going in the face of such tremendous adversity? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you something. Please. I do it all. I do it all for Kelsey Grammer and his respect. I don't know the man personally, but I try to live my life. I mean, every decision I make, what would Kelsey Grammer have to say about this? Would he yeah. be like, yes, buy this latte? No, that watch looks terrible on you. It clashes with your belt. Hmm. 
absolutely by that uh, Guatemalan family. You know. <laughs> Wait a second. You bought a Guatemalan family? It's not important. The that, important thing is. That sounds a what? lot like human trafficking. Well, I just bought them. I'm not selling them out for sex or other favors or anything. Sure, I got them addicted to heroin. So just to be clear, yes. you didn't offer them some heroin thinking it would be fun. You specifically gave them heroin because you wanted them to oh, be addicted. It was not an offer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Johnny Watermelon. But I'm not selling their bodies or anything like that. I just got a Guatemalan family, bought them in cash. I keep them here in town. I forced heroin on them, and now their lives are a mess. And I think that Kelsey Grammer would approve. If you think he hasn't done the same thing 20 score times, then <laughs> I don't know how much more I can teach you. 20 score. So your assertion is that at 400 separate times in Kelsey Grammer's life, he has bought a Guatemalan family and purposefully yes. got them addicted to smack or horse or... Yes, I just said that. I said 20 score, plain language. Well... Yes, yes. I will allow you one question further about that. Um... Better be good. How, on in an average year, how many Guatemalan families can Kelsey Grammer buy? Well, this is, he buy so, after Cheers went into syndication is when he finally had the startup capital. Okay. By the time Frazier was picked up, by the time that went to syndication. Yep. He could have been he could have been doing this daily, but he's not a monster, and I keep telling people that. Okay. He just does it about twice, twice a year, three times if it's been a rough one for Kels. Like you know, if he gets some sort of drunk driving charge, or someone in his family doesn't like him anymore. Mister Johnny Watermelons, what you have just admitted is that Kelsey Grammer is, in fact, at least three centuries old. Oh, uh, I don't... I, I Kelsey, don't this, this was my story. Kelsey Grammer is a timeless slave-trading time lord. Wait. And you've given what? me the smoking gun. Wait a minute. What about all that other stuff? <laughs> ha? 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 Oh, my... Ha? But I... Ha. But I thought... Ha. 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 Well. I hope you like seeing yourself on the cover of the Des Moines Register Herald with your best friend, Kelsey Grammer. This is Mango Fuxton, isn't it? Yes, this is Mango Faxton. You son of a bitch. You fell into my trap. You played me like a violin. I played you like the PlayStation. You zipped me up like a penis-free jacket. I, By the way, I did actually do that. So You I did? Have, I have to so go. So those questions were actually pertinent. Those are real. 
Uh, and I'm going to go take care of it. But uh, I'll see you at the reunion. Fuck, Stan! <laughs>